Live from the Watch Dogs Radio Studio in Atlanta, Georgia, and the Watch Dogs National Office in Springdale, Arkansas, you are listening to Watch Dogs Radio. Watch Dogs Radio is a production of the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center of Fathering. For more information, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. And now, here's the host of Watch Dogs Radio, Keith Shoemaker. Well, good afternoon, at least on the East Coast, and I can actually say good morning on the West Coast to a friend of ours that's going to be joining us today here in a few minutes. I'm your host, Keith Shoemaker. We are here once again on a Tuesday for Watchdogs Radio. Now, I'm just kind of curious. Our schools here in uh, North Georgia have been out uh, for about a week now. We are uh, experiencing summer. We're experiencing the uh, lightened traffic load around the metro Atlanta area. But uh, but yeah, we are uh, we are out. The uh, the kids are in the swimming pools. Everybody's gotten their first sunburn already, and uh, and it's been uh, it's been really interesting. I got to spend uh, all day on Saturday out at a track meet um, for the uh, the summer track season. So uh, so yeah, it's been kind of interesting. Well, uh, we are, uh, we've got a great guest coming on today, and uh, we're going to bring him on here in just a few minutes, but I wanted to open the line up and see if we have any callers who want to talk about summertime uh, and what you're going to be doing this summer. I know we're getting ready to uh, head down to Austin, Texas for the National PT Convention uh, here in about a week and a half, <clears throat> so we're looking forward to that and, uh, and a chance to get together with uh, with some great folks uh, from all across the nation who are going to be joining us down there in Austin. And uh, we're going to be talking about uh, not only PTA, parent engagement, we're going to be talking about uh, male engagement specifically and how to get men, particularly fathers, involved in uh, school, involved in PTA, and, uh, and just generally involved in your child's life. So uh, if you want to give us a call, our call-in line is 215 215- Three eight three three seven two eight. That is two one five three eight three three seven two eight. Well, I am honored and privileged every week to be joined by my good friend, sitting out there at the Watchdogs National Office in Springdale, Arkansas. Welcome once again to Watchdogs Radio, my good friend Chris Dannenauer. Chris, how are you doing today? Things are going good, Keith. Things are going great. How are things down in uh, sunny Atlanta? It, it is sunny. Uh, actually, it's a little bit overcast right now, but you know we've got to uh, got to have enough uh, rain to uh, keep the uh, plants and the garden going. And uh, we uh, we got out. Uh, see, my older daughter got out, planted some vegetables uh, together with my mom. So hopefully, here in um, you know a month or so, we're going to be uh, I don't know harvesting out of the garden. I don't know if it'll be that quick, but we'll be uh, excited to look and see how things uh things go as we're uh getting our garden together and chris i know you've got uh quite so, a spread so out there plant? on the uh I was gonna ask you, did your daughter did your daughter plant any sweet tea down there sweet tea no we didn't plant any sweet tea but uh but yeah we got some uh some peppers and some onions and uh i think uh we're gonna try uh some asparagus which i don't think i've ever uh grown before so it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be fun. We got some tomato plants coming too, so hopefully we'll be uh, getting some of that red gold out there. Well, well, great. That's awesome, Keith. Uh, we we uh, for whatever reason this year we didn't plant a garden, but I, I want to kind of change the topic to, to watchdogs, Keith. Sure. We're 
you know, we're winding down our school year. Uh, you know, we're now in uh, Washington is currently now in 4,049 schools. Uh, you know, in 46 states, we're in uh, four four countries. About to add our fifth country. So we have, you know, you and I know this. We have uh, like three programs in Canada, uh, mm-hmm. two programs in Mexico, uh, one in Puerto Rico, uh, one in China. About to be two in China. Our fifth country is about to kick off their program sometime this month or early next month, and that's Barbados. Wow, that, that so, is awesome. You know, can, now, do you know can, do you know if they have a school year similar to ours, or what? How their school year runs? Do you have any I, idea? I don't. I do not. Uh, you know, I just remember to check on the emails about their launch day. He said sometime they should be off and, and running and, and kicked off by you know late June, early July. So. Uh, they might. It could be a year-round school. I don't know. Okay. Well, that would be but, interesting. Uh, I do want to encourage our listeners, Keith, uh, to to go to our website. Not right now, but uh, if you hear this, <laughs> if you're listening live, or if you do the podcast uh, later on, sometime uh, mid-afternoon, Friday afternoon, go to fathers.com. Uh, I can't tell you what you're gonna, you know what's new and, and exciting, but go to, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs on, on this Friday uh, coming up on June the 6th, and uh, let us know what you think. So we're, we're going to have some new, uh, a new skin, so to speak, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're excited about it. We'll be rolling out a, a you know, they can go there now. It, you know, it's not uh, a secret. There'll be a new website uh, coming out uh around noon Friday, so, you know, if you're listening or, or hear this on the on the download through podcast, sometime Friday afternoon, go to our website at fathers.com slash watchdogs. Well, good. I'm looking forward to that, and uh, we're having uh, some, some great new things coming up there, a, a new look. Uh, we know that the majority of people, you know, when you look for something or when you want some information, in this day and age, you know, what do you do? You're going to look at the web page. You're going to go to the Internet. You're going to get your information, uh, Google it, um, do whatever it takes to get that information on the information superhighway. We don't hear that, that term that much anymore, but uh, for those of us that have been around long enough to, uh, to remember when they first started talking about the Internet, uh, that, that that was the, uh, the, the term that we used. So, uh, but yeah, looking forward to that. Looking forward to some good stuff. Some, uh, you know, hopefully, some uh, chances to get more listeners here on Watchdogs Radio. So, all right. Well, uh, about uh, I guess it's been a little less than a year ago. I had a chance to go out to the uh, National Youth at Risk Conference West uh, out in Las Vegas. And uh, if you've been listening to Watchdogs Radio over the past year or so, you'll know that we a lot of the people that I met at that conference, and I usually try to uh, when I meet people, interesting people at conferences across the country, I like to invite them to come in and join us on Watchdogs Radio and uh, and talk about their program, talk about what they're doing for kids, um, and talk about how what they do can relate to each one of us as a parent, as we're you know, thinking about things, as we're, we're moving forward. And I had a chance to meet a gentleman named Phil Falsuti, and uh, Phil is with the uh, National... Well, you know what? I'm just going to bring him right on in here. And... 
Come on, computer. Good. There you go. Hey, Phil, there you are. Welcome to Watch Dogs Radio. Hey, thanks, Keith, and good morning from Southern California. Well, it, is it sunny in Southern California? Oh, yeah. You know our summers are 12 months long. Exactly. <laughs> it, that is it. Hi, Chris. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, Phil. How are, uh, thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. Yeah, pleasure to meet you both, and uh, appreciate you taking the time to have me on. Well, we appreciate uh, appreciate that. Now, now, Phil, you uh, help me through this. You're with the National Center for yeah, it's the National Council on Alcoholism and Drug Dependence, and we are the Orange County affiliate in Orange County, California. Okay. Now that is it, it's a national organization, but you are specific to Orange County, right? Correct. Yeah, we are headquartered out of uh, Manhattan, New York, and there's about 60 affiliates across the country. And we are one of those that focuses on alcohol, tobacco, and other drug prevention services. Okay. And, uh, and Orange County is uh, a, a small community located between Los Angeles and San Diego. We have 34 cities. Uh, about 10 of those cities are located on the Pacific Ocean. And we work with 28 school districts, and we have mm-hmm. about 3 million residents in our community. Wow, that's uh, that, that's pretty big time when you when you're looking at that number of people, and then of course, when you're looking at uh, oceanfront, beachfront, you're looking at vacation, um, vacation area, pretty much. Uh, in, yeah, in a lot vacation, of and yeah, a lot of a lot of tourism, especially with you know Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and, right. Uh, okay. A, we got a few other attractions here, so yeah, we're we have our work cut out for us here in Orange County. Sure, and that's kind of what I was getting at. You know, when people, you know, they, they like to relax, they like to kick back and, and do some of these things. And our children, one of the things that we try to remind fathers and parents all the time is that, you know, our children are always watching us. And right. when they see, um, they see alcohol or they see tobacco or they see drug use as a, as a fun and exciting thing, they think maybe that might be something they want to try. So what are you doing in Orange County to try to um, keep kids in the right direction? Yeah, we work on, on basically the whole child itself in, in that we use a triage approach where we uh, address the school, the community, and the family. And we use the triage to try to do education, prevention, information, resources uh, to, to all of the residents in the community because everyone's impacted, as you know, once uh, a child starts to veer off the path and experiment with alcohol, tobacco, and drugs, that then it impacts the school, it impacts the family, and it impacts the community. So we are a local nonprofit here. That We've been in Orange County since 1957. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're located in Irvine. Uh, the city of Irvine, and we have uh, approximately 12 staff on our prevention team, and we receive funding from the county healthcare agency, the state of California healthcare services, and also from the federal government, uh, SAMHSA and CADCA, to do drug-free community programs. So our main role is that we continuously uh, do research on a daily basis in our community on a statewide and on a national level, to look at what the trends are and what our youth are doing today to try to stay a few moves ahead of them on what behaviors they may be engaging in. 
And so mm-hmm. some of the things we're working on today are um, one of the big things we have in our community is a prescription drug problem at our mm-hmm. high schools. The yes. e-cig and vaping issue of not just the tobacco and nicotine they're putting in it, but um, you know the marijuana, the hashish, and the other oils that they're mixing. So e-cigs are a big topic, especially at our high school and our middle schools. Mm-hmm. And then we're also working on underage drinking issues, especially this time of the year. Um, The data that we see today, the research demonstrates and has been proved to uh, between Memorial Day and uh, July 4th, this is the highest number of incidents we see of deaths and accidental deaths related to Mm -hmm. our young people. Uh, So this Mm -hmm. is the time of year to bulk up and provide education and communication to our young people. Exactly. You know, right here, and I'm sure, you know, all over the country, but just right here in Atlanta, we have seen some some horrible uh, incidents just in the last week where, uh, you know, teenagers have made some horrible decisions, um, you know, based on, on some things that, you know, if a parent or a significant uh, role model, you know, maybe had been able to to step back and say, you know, this isn't the the direction we really need to be heading right now. So, uh, so yeah, and it's great that uh, that somebody is taking the lead in uh, in doing that. And uh, you know, one of the things that uh, you know I've been hearing uh, so much about, and we're going to have to take a break here in a, in, a, in about a minute. But um, one of the things I've been hearing about is uh, atomizing alcohol. Is that something that you're seeing in California? Yes, um, the underage drinking issue throughout the nation is is a significant problem. It's the number one drug problem as we p- describe it. Um, but underage drinking prevention, um, with community involvement, with school involvement, and with parents, uh, what we try to do is give them the information, the research, the latest thing the students and youth are doing, and try to create prevention campaigns that the normal folks and parents can utilize to educate their young people. So um, alcohol is is a nationwide problem, and underage drinking, especially this time of the year, um, is, is significantly bad. And our campaign right now that we have is a red cup campaign mm-hmm. to parents and adults on how easy do you make it for young people okay. to get alcohol. Well, Phil, let me hear. We'll hear about that in uh, in just a few minutes. We're going to take a quick break. On you're listening to Watchdogs Radio. On a family road trip, Dad does the driving and Mom does the parenting. Right? Carrie Casey, author, CEO of the National Center for Fathering and Father of Poor, tells how one dad met a new challenge on today's father. Today's broadcast is for the dads who seem to think that dealing with issues with the children is the mother's job. Diaper changing, doctor visits, parent-teacher conferences, brother-sister battles, anything that requires dealing with kids is seen as female territory. Since none of you listening today would ever think like that, maybe you can pass the lesson on to another dad you know, okay? Let me tell you how one dad I know demonstrated his involvement for years. This dad had almost dreaded vacations. The problem was all the stops for gas. 
Every time the family vehicle stopped, the kids bombarded him with requests for overpriced toys and unhealthy treats. Now I know it's typical for dads to do the driving while letting mom worry about the kids. But this dad reversed the trend and stepped up with a solution when it came to meals and snacks and entertainment options on the road. Once a trip was on the calendar, he counted the days they would be on the road. Then before the trip, he went out and bought inexpensive but special treats, games, books, and other surprises. He took small paper bags and labeled them for each child and for each day then filled them with the purchases and packed them in the car. Before they left, he called a brief family meeting and gave his children the instruction. There's a bag for each kid for each day, given out first thing in the morning after everyone is packed up and we're ready to hit the road. Every bag has treats and activities to last the whole day. They can use them all up the first few hours or spread them out but they could not ask for anything at gas stations along the way. Well, the surprise factor and the special treats did the trick. The kids were excited to discover and even share the contents of each day's bags. Getting along in the morning wasn't a problem, and neither were those gas station gauntlets. Maybe you've heard other ideas that work for this situation, but the point is that this dad got involved. Instead of grumbling or waiting for his wife to deal with the kids, he took a proactive, creative approach to the problem and ended up having a great time on vacation. See, Dad, getting involved does have some great rewards. This is Kerry Casey for Today's Father. Have you seen the premier source for fathering help? It's at fathers.com, and you can also sign up for our free weekly email or check out our upcoming events. That's fathers.com. Or you can reach us at 800-593-DADS. Thanks for listening, Dad, and keep up the good work. Well, it's great to have a chance to uh, bring the uh, Today's Father program into Watchdogs Radio. If you're listening, uh, I'd like to uh, suggest some local stations. If you happen to be in uh, Bentonville, Arkansas, you can listen to uh, Today's Father daily on WAFR uh, 88.1 FM. Uh, also, if you are in Minnesota, in La Crescent, uh, on KFSI 91.9, and hopefully soon we'll get uh, Watchdogs Radio on some of these great radio stations that are uh, promoting positive father involvement across our country. Well, uh, let's get back to our guest who was uh, gracious enough to join us today. Phil Falsuti is the executive director and, uh, and I'm going to mess this up again. So, Phil, I'm going to have to get into the National Council on Drug Dependency. Am I right? Yeah, it, so close, Keith. It's NCADD, <laughs> which is the National Council on Alcoholism and Drug Dependence of Orange County, California. And I, and I apologize that. And you can mispronounce watchdogs all you want to get me back. So. <laughs> Well, we have uh, we were just about to talk about the Red Cup campaign and what that does as far as our you know we, our focus uh, you know most of our listeners are uh, are elementary school middle school uh, parents uh, administrators um, people that are that are really kind of just getting used to the idea of of this type of prevention you know but we do hear that a lot of uh, people who get dependent on alcohol later in life when we go back and ask them we ask them you know when did you have your first taste and that that answer unfortunately for a lot of cases is in middle school so 
what is it that you know what is the red cup campaign and what can we do to bring it to a local school in in say for instance in Georgia or Arkansas or Mississippi Tennessee or one of our uh, our great states that uh, that we have our listeners in yeah that's and I appreciate that uh, opportunity what we try to do in our communities are develop uh, local community-based or school-based programs so how we work is if we know that underage drinking is the problem, which, you know, we know it's a problem on a national level, but mm-hmm. we'll look at our data and our trends, and we get some great school data here in Southern California, and we'll go to a school and we'll present the data, and then we have a campaign, and it's called the Red Cup Campaign, and it's how easy do you make it. And what we'll do is go on the campus, and we'll recruit some youth or find a youth group. That way it becomes school-based, not school place. And so the students are able to design the campaigns and to work with uh, the educational material uh, instead of it being driven by adults or by parents or teachers. So Mm -hmm. we'll get a young group together, and they'll work on the Red – for instance, the Red Cup campaign is we know that the the data today states that teens find it very easy to obtain alcohol either from home or from friends. So what we try to do is spin – that responsibility onto the adults or the parent to say, well, how easy do you make it in your home? So the students get the information, they get the data, and then it's up to them to take it out and educate the merchants, educate other parents, educate the community, the PTA, and other groups that, hey, this is happening in our community. We have mm-hmm. a couple of, of houses or parents that, let's say they're hosting the party every Saturday night and they, all the students know that's where they can go and they can drink without being caught Mm -hmm. well we want to collaborate and coordinate the youth the faculty the administrators law enforcement pta and other community-based agencies together to look at this issue to say what you know where is the problem is it actually parents providing alcohol to young people or is there a local store that they're going to where they don't check ID or maybe they know somebody that works there. So Mm -hmm. we take this as we call this environmental approach and we look at the risk factors in that particular community and then we create educational campaigns to address those risk factors on what may be. And we try to take that from school to school to school And the risk factors, as you know, may change from community to community, but the overall goal is to put the responsibility on the parents to say, hey, it's illegal to provide alcohol to somebody under 21. But as you know, we have certain parents who feel, well, if I let my child drink at home, it's a much safer and Mm -hmm. less risky environment. That was my next question. Yeah. Yeah, so our Red Cup campaign is is focused on educating the youth and the parents that it's still illegal until you're 21 to consume alcohol. Okay. And, and yeah, and this program can be duplicated, replicated by any community across the country, and we'd be happy to share those resources. And if folks go to our website at ncaddoc.org, our campaigns are right there, and they're easy to duplicate, replicate, or they could email me right there on the website, and we could provide some resources to them. Okay. Is there, is there a package where somebody could go online and order, you know, this is how you do it, or is it something that they need to take the ideas and 
focus them in. It, it, it's not a fill in the blank kind of thing, I guess. Correct. Yeah, we yeah we with a lot of our campaigns, we don't create a curriculum based uh, packet or binder. We because every community is unique. So if they want to take our idea or our concepts and they want to use them in their community, we're here to be a resource. That's our main goal, is mm-hmm. to be a resource and to assist uh, other communities on developing them, these campaigns with the hope and the intent that we decrease the problems that they're having. So we even, as, as for instance, what we're, we've been doing the last few weeks with proms and graduations going on right now, is we've had our students go out and educate all the local merchants around their school about not selling alcohol to somebody that walks in with a you know nice pretty red dress or a tuxedo <laughs> or the yeah. limo driver that comes up or the party bus. So we have those campaigns going on right now to address the issue of underage drinking and drug use at prom and graduation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, certainly, because, uh, I mean, just uh, yeah, I mentioned the situation here um, here in Metro Atlanta, there was a, uh, I guess it was a lake house that a family owned, and somebody hosted a party there. And of course, somebody uh, had drank too much and and went out, and uh, and somebody wound up dead. And now they're you know going back and looking at the the students that were involved. At least one of the students had had a previous alcohol-related arrest just a month ago. Wow. And you know, is that not a red flag to say, hey, wait a minute, you know, this, this was a, you know, supposed to be a get-together with a couple of, of, I don't know, couples or whatever, and it turned out they had, you know, 30 to 40 kids there and, and ample alcohol for everybody. So, you know, parents, if you, you know, when your kids are going to prom, it's not time to let them, you know, just let them loose and do whatever they want. You got to really kind of keep, you know, keep tabs on them. Correct. And that's, that's, Exactly, you're right on with what our campaign tries to do. Is it is it addresses the consequences of underage drinking? It addresses the issue to monitor the situations, and it addresses the area of communicating with your young people. Obviously, there was a parent who provided the lake house mm-hmm. and had an yes. idea, or probably wasn't monitoring or communicating what the rules of usage were for teenagers, you know, high school seniors to go to a lake house um, that's a vacation home. This, yes. again, is, our, is, is perfect to what our Red Cup campaign does is, yeah, there's probably alcohol in a vacation home. Mm-hmm. Um, and the teens are probably going there because it's very easy to go there and obtain yes. the alcohol and drink illegally. Right. Yes. Um, yeah, and this is... In, in, in Southern California, what we see is, is with, you know, our students that are getting hotel and motel rooms and doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So what our campaign does is it works with the youth on the campus to educate not only the parents, the adults, the faculty, the administrators, but also the community members that we've even had a couple of our schools that they went out and they provided education to the local hotels and motels next to where their prom was being held. Okay, yeah. You know, those things are, you know, that's just a great collaboration idea, and it's youth-driven to provide mm-hmm. the education. So it's the, it, it's the students that are, that are coming in and saying, I mean, 
I don't know if there's a uh, – I'm trying to think of the proper term here. Tattling may not be the right thing. But, but so it's the students that are coming in, coming in saying, look, this is how easy it is for me if I wanted to do this. Sort of, yeah, we're seeing the data that says, okay, we have a you – know, the students at, at this school are, you know, they've responded to a survey and they say that it's very easy to obtain alcohol. So we'll go in and we'll work with the students and we'll show them the data and the trends and, and where the students are getting or how they're getting it. And then we'll recruit some students that faculty have worked with or we'll create a task force or a community group. And those students will come up with campaigns and prevention ideas and peer-to-peer um, -peer programs where mm -hmm. they could go out and provide this education. So we have the resources and we have an idea of, of, of how to empower the youth to address the critical issues in the community, mm -hmm. but it comes much more effective if it's school-based and youth-driven. So we'll educate the youth and the students on the issues, and then they'll be the champions out in the community, educating the community about what's happening. Okay. Well, we are running out of time here. So uh, one more time, Phil, if somebody wanted to contact you or learn more about the uh, National Council on Alcohol Alcoholism and Drug Dependency in their local area, how would they best go about doing that? Yeah, thank you for that opportunity. Uh, NCADD.org, and that will take you to our national office website uh, based in New York. And under the top menu bar, if you click on affiliates, it lists all of the states and local communities where there is an NCADD affiliate. Great. And, or, and in Orange County, it's... Uh, California, it's ncaddoc.org, and all of our programs and services are listed on there. And if anybody well, wants to duplicate or replicate, uh, they can just email me. Thank you, Phil. We are out of time once again. Thank you for joining Watchdogs Radio. Remember, the only schools that don't have a Watchdogs program are the ones that don't know enough about us. Thanks, Thanks so much. Phil. We'll see you next week.